You're listening to a DM podcast. What's for dinner? Stop licking each other. Kill my banana. <laughs> Don't even think about it. He's touching me. Okay, I'm going to count to three. Um, where are you? One. He's looking at me weird. Ryan, where's the wine? Don't you let me get to three. I love you, mummy. Stop playing with your doodles. This is beyond the chaos. This is beyond the chaos. Hello and welcome to Beyond the Chaos, guys. It is Amy Gerard. I am a mum of three. Bit of a hot mess this week. Jen Muir, parent educator, mum of four boys, and we are really excited to be helping lower the chaos in your house. Yes, and we are here to help you feel seen and heard and not alone in the shit show that is parenting sometimes. Let's do it. Cool. How was your week, Jen? Uh, week's been good. Yeah? Yeah, week's been good overall. But uh, I thought uh, I would fill you in as we like to start each week with what has gone wrong this week. Yeah, sure. And I'll have a bit of a doozy. (laughs) I mean, my list is, uh, it it goes on and on and on, as it will every week, I'm sure. But tell me your doozy. Okay, so I'm picking up my two youngest kids from school last Friday and um, I'm feeling good. All I've got to get through is one hour of soccer training for my youngest and then we've got drinks at the local bolo. Yep. And I'm feeling really pumped. So I, you know, saunter in to the pickup zone and I look around and my stomach sinks because every other child is in sports uniform oh. when normally it's formal uniform on a Friday. Yep. The school I'm at, they've changed the uniform. They're dressing them like little mini CEOs, like they're in like little little check collared shirts. Uh-huh. I think they should change the bag to a briefcase. But anyway, yeah. so they're, you know, they're a... Uh, all these children, not only in sports uniform, but they've all been told wear a touch of yellow for the Matildas. So I'm my stomach's sinking because my hubby had dressed them and I'd sort of seen it at the start of the week, but I'd forgotten to remind him and I knew yep. probably they were not. Anyway, sure enough, there are my two children in their little um, business suits <laughs> amongst all the sports uniforms. And not only that, but as I get close up, they're in business suit up top with sports uniform down the bottom. <laughs> is this so, they were dressed by your husband? Dressed by my is husband. So kind of like Zoom wear. From oh, yeah. <laughs> They're working from home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I look at them and I just got like this wash of shame of like, you know, and I'm just the only one. So walking them out and, you know, when you're just feeling pretty crap and I walked yeah. past all these people and all their kids are in their Matildas wear and I'm just like, oh, man, we are just not keeping it together at all. <laughs> And then my youngest just starts up with, I don't want to go to soccer. And this happens every week because yep. he finds it hard. And, you know, and I know all the right things I should be doing yeah. um, to help him, you know, feel seen and heard and get to soccer. But do you know what I did? I did every single thing you should not do yeah. to convince a child to go to soccer. Like Bribes. count them down. Bribes, <laughs> shame, blame, yelling. Like just mark it off a list. Yeah. I went through the whole lot. I had to apologise to both children twice. Oh, this I makes mean. me feel so much better. Yep. And, uh, yeah, it was just like, wow, that was just so much of a fail. And it was so obvious in hindsight when I looked back later that yeah. I was just so embarrassed because we hadn't nail the uniform and I just get so mad that everybody else remembers. Oh, I, that for me, like book week (laughs) for me, I just, I, there are some mums at my kids' school who they are going above and beyond. Like they're laminating shit. They're laminating shit. There's ropes around kids' necks, full head to toe elephant (laughs) costumes. I did not even know it was on. I got a text message on the morning of from my next one about, hey, just FYI, she, I'm pretty sure that she thinks I'm like some, I've got some sort of handicap. 
handicap. She is literally those always in my corner. You She's a guardian. You She's need my, those people. She's my guardian angel. I have, I have, a, I have a woman like that. In well, my life. It, yeah. she was like, "Hey, just a heads up, it's book week." Even on Monday night, this is I'm digressing quickly. I was downstairs cooking dinner, and Charlie must have gone upstairs onto the balcony, and my kids are like peeping toms, always into their front, <laughs> always into their backyard. And then she runs downstairs. She goes, "Oh, mum, I got dancing at ten to five. Her dancing starts at five. And I was like, "Fuck, quick, go get your uniform on." And I was like, "How did you remember?" And she goes, "Sam, the lady next door, had said to her, don't you have dancing at five? <laughs> I was like, I am. I've hit rock bottom. Like my next door neighbour is even keeping up with my my kids' extracurriculum activities and remembering, and I can't even do, do that. You know, like, this makes me feel so much better. I, I well, she gave me a heads up. She was like, hey, just FYI, it's book week again, right? And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, fuck, I've, so, I've obviously prepared nothing. Did you swing something? Yeah, so I've got a dress up box, right? Oh, but yeah. like, of course, none of the dress up costumes are related to any of the books that my kids read. So Bobby went as some as a light walker from Star Wars, <laughs> yeah. has never even watched the movie, let alone read a book. It's fine. Charlie went as I actually do some Disney princess again. <laughs> and then Kobe wasn't even um, going to school that day, but he dressed as Captain America for the entire day with no shoes on. And then I dropped them off at school. I was like, cool, at least I've nailed it. They didn't take a book with them. But then again, the same mum is sending me photos of them in their book week parade that I had totally forgotten oh, about. Man. And it's and too I, much. I, and meanwhile, you know where I was when it was? I was walking around the shops in my pyjamas with no bra on <laughs> and Captain America with no shoes on. I looked like I was stoned or homeless and I was just sauntering around getting a coffee and this poor parade, this book week parade's happening and there. my kids are like, my mummy's not here. Like, I have failed on so many fronts this week. People talk about kicking goals, and I know that some weeks we smash it and we slay parenting. This week was not one of them. I have failed so it many. It's really hard mm. to be at all those things. Like, I just feel like there's so much asked of us these days, oh though. There's more, The right? world is against women, I'm convinced. Yeah. And just, can we ask you this? Yes. Does your school send home, like, 10 emails a day? Well, let me tell you something. Okay, a few years ago, I took myself off. The email chain? The app. The, oh, yeah. Everything comes through an app and I don't have access to it. Someone actually, like a friend of mine was saying, you know what, I was talking to my psychologist about you the other day. And I said, oh, really? What did you say? And she goes, I just said to my psychologist, like, there's this woman at the school and she's just not even on the app. So she knows nothing. And you know what I've missed in about four years? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. But actually, I have. I have. I actually have. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you missed like, the Matilda thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know, just a really quick book week story. My mum worked yeah. and one year she totally like, she just went, oh my God, I totally forgot book week. Yeah. What am I going to do? And I yep. looked at her and she just goes, I've got an idea. She put me in my dad's brown turtleneck jumper oh. with a pair of tights. Yes. She put a mixing bowl on my head and a label that said the magic pudding. <laughs> and I won book week. I got to go to French's Forest Shopping Centre and do a catwalk parade. Oh <laughs> I won. That is but genius. But I think it was like a sympathy prize because yeah. like they just looked at my my outfit compared to all these other kids. Yeah. And like I had the working mum and maybe they just went, oh, my gosh, this poor child. Well, so, you know, but, you know, 
Builds resilience. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I think so too. My middle child, Bobby, he, he desperately wanted to go as Grug. And you know Grug, right? It, yeah, he's I like know a, Grug. Yeah, he's like a, a bag like a palm, of wheat or something. Like a palm tree or something. <laughs> yeah. I was like, how the fuck does someone go as Grug? And then all these mums were sending me these photos of these homemade Grug costumes that they'd sent me. And I'm like, this is not helping. No, no it's not, not helping. Or could you send me that costume? Just make it for me. Just let me borrow it off co- you. I'm not coping. I know. Look, my school doesn't do book week. And I am so I'm grateful because honestly, I can tell you I would not have coped. I would not yeah. have coped. I would not have coped with that. Listen, it's too hard. The book week pile on this week, it's just, it's tipping me over the edge. Yeah. And you know what? You've got to also ask yourself, what's the cost of when you invest absolutely anything and you get so much so much investment into what you're doing for your kids. What's the cost of that as well for you My and sanity. the other things you're not doing, your sanity and like, yeah. you know, like it's know. kind of okay to just scrape it together, I think. Listen, my girlfriend's got a daughter who <laughs> refuses, like it's hard enough to get her own clothes on, yeah. let alone any kind of dress up costume. So she's just like, hope has gone as hope. Like, <laughs> and, and that's it. That's what she's wearing. Every She's going as herself Do every it, book hope. week. Yeah. She Do also it. doesn't read books. So yeah. that's my level. She's and like, she's, it's not my thing. She's just picking her battles. Yeah. And that's what we have to do as parents. You've got every, to pick your battles. Every day. You've got to pick I your battles. Know. What's your problem? I need some help. All right, guys, now we are going to play a voice note from one of our wonderful listeners. Um, Just an FYI, if you have any questions that you want help with, that you just want to get off your chest and uh, Jen and I can help you with, make sure you send us a voice note to either beyondthechaospodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram which is Beyond the Chaos podcast. Yeah, and just leave us a voice note and we will pick it up and we will play it just like we're going to play Denisha's. This one now, yep, yeah. Denisha's question. Um, and we can't wait to do this because I get so many yeah. DMs and it's often it's more than I can do in a written answer and so we can really hash through these. Yes. And I think often when you have a question – it's something that is just going to be so beneficial to so many people. Like it's yep. not just you having that problem always. That's exactly so, right. Yeah. And so hopefully by answering the one question, we can help a few people in the process, right? 100%. A thousand percent. All right. Let's play Denisha's question. Hi, Jen. Just a quick question about baby siblings being targeted by their older siblings. I have a four-year-old um, little girl who loves her baby sister who's 10 months old. But when she's unhappy with a boundary that we've given her or no, the word no that we've said to something, um, she often, if baby sister's close by, will target baby sister and try and take it out on her, um, pulling her hair, try and scratch her face. And then whenever we try and talk to her about it after the event has kind of um, died down a bit, her first response is, no, I didn't do it. Oh, no, I didn't. And we're try- I'm trying to validate her feelings of frustration. But obviously my first point of call is to keep the baby safe. Just not sure how the best way to address this with um, my four-year-old, just to make her feel like her valid, her feelings are being heard. Can I just say that nobody talks about this uh, sibling adjustment? Mm-hmm. Which so the most common time that someone does a one-on-one session with me, ninety-five percent of sessions that I do, there is a two, three, or a four-year-old in the house, and there is a baby that is somewhere between seven and twelve months. Yeah. Every single 
time. And what we don't kind of tell parents when they're having a second baby is that that adjustment of sharing us with the baby and it's actually not about the baby and this is what's so, so hard is that we've got this little girl, she loves a baby, right? Mm -hmm. But when she gets in trouble, she goes for the baby and the simple reason is it's not about the baby. Like think about the thing that as parents we care most deeply about. Like the thing that could hurt us the most, it's when our kids hurt each other. Yeah. And this is going to relate to you, right? Yes. So think about if our kids were desperately trying to seek us in and say, help me with my feelings, I am not coping. What's the biggest? What's the yeah. biggest way to dig the knife? In? They're going to go for the thing the that's going to upset you. They're, they're going to hurt your sibling to and get your attention. Totally, but it's not a choice. It's not like she's choosing to hit the baby, and that's why she says, "Like I just love that this girl goes." No, I didn't. <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, you wish you didn't. You didn't want to do it. You yeah. couldn't help it." So, sort of what we know from like a, a parent educator or a child mm. development perspective is that when children are hitting, particularly hitting a sibling on repeat like that, what they're saying is. Is I just need to know everything's okay between you and me, mum. And it's really about that and it's not about the baby. So I'm interested to hear what you think as well. And then we might help with a game plan. Obviously, I can only speak to my own personal lived in experiences, but I I never had that from Charlie. She was my eldest. I never had that. If if anything, Bobby was born um, and he came out and he was so... Uh, rough with Charlie. She would she would like sit in the corner and play with her toys, and like Bobby would like saunder over and just like <laughs> rip a clump of her hair out, and then Charlie would just sit there and cry. So I never had it the other way round, but I would I would really struggle with this because I really don't like seeing my children hurt each other. I don't I don't I would not know how to give this woman advice because <laughs> I I would struggle with it. Here's the thing and I've I've gone through this as well when yeah. I had my second my elders really did struggle. Um I remember this one time trying to rock uh the baby to sleep for like 2 hours he had reflux it was an absolute nightmare and just as I got the baby into his cot and I said to my 2 year old like okay I'm just going to go put the baby in bed I've finally got him to sleep and my 2 year old like stormed in he looked me in the eye and he just like screamed as he shook the cot. And like I remember just thinking, oh my goodness, there's something wrong with my child. (laughs) I now look back and I just look at that tiny little two-year-old that up until that point, He'd had you. He'd had me. Yeah. And it wasn't about the baby. It was help me. I'm I'm struggling. And they will sometimes go for that thing that is just so hard for us. So if you don't have a baby in the house and you are absolutely like vigilant about food, your Mm. child will start getting really fussy with their food. Mm. If you like, you know, whatever we kind of get really worked up about, often that's what our kids will go for. But it's not a deliberate thing. Like I know that I can get my mum's attention by hitting this baby. No child wants to be hitting. And when they are, it feels awful. The biggest thing I'd want to address for this little girl is helping her know that when she says, I didn't do it, like rather than getting in a fight about you did do it, I saw you, I'd be like, you really wish you didn't do it. I mean, I've got a bit of a game plan. Okay, I want to hear it. So first of all, before I go to the game plan, what I want to say is, and I've done this the wrong way, so I can tell you, like I know what the evidence says, but also I've done all the wrong things. Yeah. So I know that it, our instinct is to put our kids in their room and yeah. to yell at them and say, we don't hit in this family and like 
whatever. Like I remember even being told by some relative, like you should um, bite a child if they bite you. Oh, <laughs> I've done that. You know, the, the stuff we do. But here is what we know about kids' brain development. Like we've yep. got to start with what they're capable of. A child who is hitting literally can't help it in that moment. So anything where we're punishing them is basically making the assumption that the punishment will stop them from doing something they can control, but they can't control it. So it only makes it worse. Can yes, I just go. ask one question? When you say a child doesn't like doesn't want to be hitting in that moment, at what age? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we know that the human, the prefrontal cortex that controls everything in terms of emotional regulation and impulse control yep. is not fully formed till 25. Oh, but okay. I thought but, you were going to say four, no. 25. Okay. So we're fully expecting a lot more of our 25-year-old kids. <laughs> and our, but look, it, it develops over time, but it develops as fast as it develops, right? Uh-huh. And so we, what this girl is telling us is that the emotional demands of this situation are more than I can handle. She doesn't want to be hitting. I know from the evidence that punishing her, isolating her, what it will do is lead to her hiding the hitting. It won't make her stop hitting. Or she'll do it more stealthy. Well, she knows, like, we know it won't change behaviour, right? Yep. Not long term. So what I would do is try to prevent with, like, obviously one of the things that little girl is seeking is connection. She just needs to know she's worthy. And particularly when you're getting it wrong all the time as a kid, you just start to feel a bit like, oh, you know, I'm getting it wrong. I don't mean to be getting it wrong. Maybe, you know, when I'm, maybe I'm bad. And so we want to really address that and make sure she feels absolutely worthy, that she knows there's enough love for her and this baby. Because the baby was one thing when we think the sibling adjustment happens just when the baby's born. But the truth is that baby slept all the time and you know it was a wasn't bit of a blob yeah now this 10 month old is got personality my parents seem really fond of it and we're the only species we are wired to connect like one of our core needs outside of food and shelter is connection with one to two primary caregivers so mm. of course I, they're wired to fight for that to kind of just go are we okay and so we've got to kind of recognize that until we address that underlying need mm-hmm we're not going to get anywhere. I would then become a hit detective. We know that when you set a boundary, she's going to hit the baby. So be between them when you set that boundary. Still set the boundaries, but just like she can't do better. So just absolutely assume, okay, I'm going to be there. I'm going to stop you. And so your only job in the moment with that hitting is contain and de-shame. So you're like, I'm going to stop you from hitting. And you can be really firm about that. Like you want to be no nonsense. I am here to absolutely let you know that's not okay. And that's your view, right? Is this is not okay. You can absolutely do that. Yep. But you've just got to balance it with, and I know you're a good kid. Yeah. Right? It's got to have that because otherwise the shame makes them feel worse. When you feel worse, you hit more. So you've got to balance the two things. But you can be absolutely no nonsense firm about this. Yep. I'm not going to let you hit. I'm going to stop you. But you're not assuming she's got the capacity to stop because she can't. She's letting you know she can't. Yeah. So you're going to let her know until you can do this. I will stop you. Now, the final step in developing this regulation, so you said when does this develop, Mm. we can help it develop. So the way we help it develop is we say, listen, I'll always be there to stop you from hitting the baby. And I know sometimes it gets so much, everything overflows and you hit. I get it. It's really hard and I know you don't want to be doing it, so I'll always stop you. And if you ever feel that feeling of that hit coming up, you can come and grab me and Mm. I'm going to help you stop. So the absolute first step, the turning point in this moment is the moment this child comes up and looks in her mum's eye and says, I want to hurt the baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that as parents, we like, like doll. oh my God, 
my child is a psychopath. But actually think about what that took. I'm having the urge, but I trust my caregiver. I trust my mum is going to help me and that she's not shaming me and I'm going to come for help. The day your child says that, that's your turning point. You've you've cracked it. You've cracked it. Because the next time what they're going to do is use their words or move away or all those things we want them to do. Yeah. But they have to they have to have you on their team in order to do it. And so that would be my game plan for this mum. But I just want her to know you're not alone. And like no. I mean, you had an amazing firstborn, like Yeah. That's so good. I mean, my my beautiful firstborn, like I swear he's still adjusting. <laughs> he's still adjusting to his three brothers. Yeah. He's still just oh like Mum, seriously. Please show me some attention. <laughs> Thank you for sending in that question, Denisha. I hope that Jen um, has been able to help you with that. I know that there are probably so many mums out there who are experiencing something similar. You know, I think your advice is sound. And I I do think that if we can apply it 30% again, 30% guys. And just be kind on yourself when you yell and you put them in their room and you do all the wrong things. Because that's definitely going to happen. That's going to happen. Really important to repair when you stuff it up, like me the other day. Yes. Um, But, you know, be kind to yourself and know that, yeah, going in on this uh, with that approach, it will turn it around. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is Beyond the Chaos. So we always like to move now to something a bit positive. And we like yeah. to chat about what's working. So I think mm. it's important to celebrate the wins. For full transparency, I'm just gonna call it what it is. It's it's been a it's been a tough week. Yeah. So I mean, look, I did hang out two loads of washing on Monday morning and I brought them in on the same day. Dude. So that's a that's a small win for that's me. That's a huge win. Sometimes my washing stays out for four days. Yeah. Sometimes my washing stays out for four weeks. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I, I swear there's been socks on the line that have just disintegrated. They've yeah. just been left there for so yeah. long. So in the parenting realm, I haven't really been kicking many goals this week. I'm, I'm just going to write it off. You're going to write it off and you're going to be kind to yourself, mm. I hope. Yeah, some weeks are just like that. Yeah, I'll come back with something great next week. But um, what about you? Surely you've got some really great <laughs> news for me. Yeah. What have you absolutely nailed? Okay, so uh, I have one child and he is really quiet, really contained. <laughs> Which one is this? Number three. Oh, he's the one that has no sensory issues. Just, yes, it's just he's my good kid. Easy. But yeah. he is also... A little anxious, and I mean, oh, no, no kids him. free of anything. Are they? I know. Um, so he just, he just like got born, and I think he just got shocked he by the house got he got born into, and he yeah. just went. Oop. I'm just going to keep it in. So he um, is so quiet and he asks for nothing. And um, and this comes from like a low moment, but I, I actually have a cleaner and my cleaner's been with me for like five years. And one day my cleaner pulled me into the laundry and she said, Jen, Tom needs more connection. Oh. And I went, oh, God, I know, Lily. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. And um, <gasps> so I acted on it because I was like, she's right. And she goes, he's never going to ask for it. Oh, can I ask She's you? She's been watching him since he was a baby. Because he is like so relatively easy, does he just kind of go yes. flow under the radar? Yes. And like it's like you don't need to give him as much because. He, yeah. yeah. And my last child was sent to earth to test, yeah. you know, yep. everything I teach as well as my sanity. And yep. so he's so patient with his younger yeah. brother. He's so divine. 
but he's missing some stuff and like he needs connection too. So anyway, I I said to him, would you like me to read to you? And he initially said no because he's low maintenance. So he's like, no, thanks. And then I just said, uh, you know, I'm going to lean into this bit. So I went and bought this book and, um, and we're reading every night, mm. which we'd stopped doing. He was nine. He's a really good reader. And we read to my youngest, but we didn't need to read to him. He was doing his own thing. And they share a room. So he overhears the yep, other yep, story, yep. you know. Um, but I've started just taking him into another room and we're reading this book. I mean, it's um, set in Nazi Germany, so it's heavy. Jesus. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Do you read to him or he reads to you? I read to him. Oh, that's so nice. Because I remember my dad reading to me. He read yep. me like some Roald Dahl stories at about the same age. I remember mm. just loving it. Like I could read, but he'd come in and I just loved it. And I just thought, I think this would be so nice for him. Yeah. And I'm really noticing the difference in him. Like I'm really noticing he's cuddling me more, he's coming to me more, he's sharing more. Like it's making a difference. And so I feel like that's working and you got to celebrate the little oh, wins. Oh, absolutely. You know? Thank God for my cleaner, Lily. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shout out to Lily. Just calling you out. Calling me out. Oh, but in the nicest way, right? Feels heartbreaking, I but know. you're like, Lily, I know. But, I mean, look at my fourth child. He's just dominating right. the room. Uh, anyway, felt good leaning in. Yeah, I think that's really nice. I mean, if I can take anything from this very small um, segment, it's that I should probably show Bobby some more love as well. Well, you can find a little mini moment. Yeah. It doesn't have to be even reading. It can just be... Just a little cuddle Grab in him and just give yeah. him a wink or just go, I just needed to give you a little surprise cuddle. I just love you, you know, yeah, just something small. That. This is Beyond the Chaos. What's chaos, Mum? So we just want to finish up with what's your guilty mum hack? hack? I actually bought myself Goslame at uh, Miranda on Monday and I took it in the car and I had to jump on a Zoom call <laughs> and I, I've totally forgot about it. Um, and so I heated that up and fed it to them for dinner <laughs> and they fucking loved it. They were like, and no, they didn't, they so didn't get food poisoning. Like, nope. No one, no one died. No one got food poisoning um, and they loved it and they thought it was a special treat. Cute little mum hack. Goslame for dinner. Mm. Yeah. So I used um, chat. GPT to write a kid's <laughs> speech for speech week. Oh my God, I need to get this. Is this the AI technology? <laughs> yes. So I was there and I was struggling and it was like Sunday night. And it was like, we need to do a speech tomorrow and it's got to be on like, and like literally you can just put in a nine-year-old speech. It has to be um, what makes him happy. Oh my God. <laughs> can, this, can it chat? G, what is it? Chat what? It wrote the most amazing speech. I just had to dumb it down a bit. <laughs> Actually, my girlfriend, she's going through like a, a hectic divorce with her partner. They have to like do all their dialogue chatting through a lawyer and she gets this AI intelligent person to write all the emails oh and that, they make her sound so intelligent. It is. Oh, my God. I wonder if I could write my book. I think you could. I think you could. <laughs> I'm going to use it. I'm going to lean into that too. Okay. I think I've right. done it. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I hope... I hope this has made you feel less um, alone alone in parenting and just that, you know, even the parenting educator is, you know, Losing she's getting called out shit. by a cleaner and she's not getting all the all the notes, all the, all the, um, the uniforms right. Oh, like if the parenting educator has, you know, slip ups here and there, we're all doing just fine. Here and there. Right? It's an understatement. But anyway, before we go, please make sure you hit us up with your questions or your problems yes. or just share kind of your guilty mum fails and or whatever yeah. is happening for you. We want to know. We've got the Instagram page at 
Beyond the Chaos podcast. Yep. We've got uh, our email address, which is... Beyond the Chaos Podcast at gmail.com. And we also have a private group, which you can find on, on Facebook by yes. searching It's Beyond the Chaos Group. So it's just a group, not a page. Do you just have to join that? Yeah, ask yeah. to join. That's really cool. I like the idea of having a little community of women on there, yep. like-minded mums who are just searching for, you know, even a friendship, right? 100%. Friendship, and you might meet other mums. Maybe you meet a mum that's in your area. Maybe yep. there's some little friendships that might form, um, but also we can all share our highs and lows and we can all help each other with some advice and that's stuff That's the as plan. Well. We want to build yeah. a little community so around So join this. us there on the Facebook page and on the Instagram and... See we'll, you in there. We'll see you in there. I mean, Jen's probably going to be in there more than me because I can't. I don't even know where my head is most days. But um, I'll definitely pop in as You're well. You're busy missing dance. Oh, I'm, I'm too busy missing dance and every other extracurricular activity I've got going on. All right. See ya. See you guys. <laughs>